Meister. Dr. Susie Meister. Oh, hi. As I put down on all of my uh, 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 personal references on the many house applications I'm filling out. <laughs> you put the doctor? Of course I do. <laughs> oh, no. Susie. And then they're going to be like, wait a minute. What kind of doctor is this? Hey, they don't they, No, I think I go top of the list. They're like, oh, she's friends with doctors. <laughs> Episode 595. That was one of the things about the Bill Cosby docu-series that I really liked was how they shit on his, like, credentials. <laughs> it was great because... Tell with, me what they did. Well, like, within, you know, doctors, there's, like, a hierarchy, but, like, you're not really supposed to talk about it because it's just mm-hmm. gauche and rude and... And mean usually. Um, but when it comes to Bill Cosby, it's like all, all systems are go, you know? <laughs> so first they started talking about how, you know, he he dropped out of college and then he got an honorary bachelor's because of his success, mm-hmm. which, okay. Mm-hmm. But then, or no, like I think they, not an honorary, but like, a, okay, we'll, we'll give you your bachelor's since you did all this other stuff. So it's not honorary, that but he didn't actually. Little... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, sketch, sketch. So then, yeah. but, you know, he's For, donating a ton of money to them, so I get it. <gasps> and then he... You just donate money and you get to be a doctor? Is that how this goes? Well, for Bill, it, it did. This is stupid. And then he, you know, applied to grad school and he started the master's program. But then, like, he... Uh, I guess he got that, but then he... But, like, the, did but, he? Well, right, because a lot of his coursework was... You know, like he got a course credit just for going to appear on Sesame Street. No. Like a whole course, you know. That's not fair because when I tried to use a filming of a anti-smoking campaign commercial that I did with my mom as volunteer work for a class for a like a, a, a health project, they denied me. What, what, on what grounds? They, they said it didn't count because it was like not real volunteer work. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm like, that's well, technically weird. I am volunteering, and it is for yeah, an anti-smoking campaign. Yeah, suck it. They wow. Well, class. apparently you did not have the clout of Mr. Mr. Cosby. No, I didn't. And then when it came time to write a dissertation, now this is an oh. E. EDD, so this is a doctor of education, which is, as anyone knows, Jill Biden knows that gets shit on all the time because it's considered oh. sort of like the lowest possible rung of mm. doctrines. Really? Yeah. But anyway. <sighs> Where does PsyD fit in there? Um, It's probably on par with like a, any humanities or, you know. Okay. Like political science or. Okay. Something like that. Um, right. Middle, middle, middle of the path? yeah, just sort of standard. And then standard. the, the okay. medical doctors shit on PhDs, even though, right? In my opinion, <laughs> which is totally biased, <laughs> I I consider like medicine to be a trade, right? Like carpentry, right. Well, one's but just like road memorization, better. yeah. And some other ones are maybe kind of like a different kind of critical thinking, unless you're a different right. kind of, well, yeah. Oh, doctors are going to get mad at us. Well, that's all right, because people do it to me all the time. So, I mean, whatever. Yeah, it's only fair. And in this case, we're just shitting on Bill Cosby. If you Right, go to that's who we really want to shit on. We, we salute all learning. I do not salute people that try to get credentials without doing the work. 
And right. so he basically, when it came time to write his PhD di- or EDD dissertation, he just had people that worked on Fat Albert write it for him. <gasps> the writers on Fat Albert wrote his dissertation. I have no more air in my lungs. <laughs> and, it was, and it was about Fat Albert, too. That's awful. Yeah. For, that's because at any other uh, uh, institution, that would be plagiarism. Well, yeah, it's certainly certainly not his own work. Right. And then when he was critical of an actual PhD who wrote an op-ed about him, when they met, he, the professor said, called him Dr. Cosby, but Cosby would only call that guy Mr. or whatever. He wouldn't even call him by his actual earned educational title. Like he's a sh- mm. he's a piece of shit. Even apart from the raping, <laughs> the drug, even apart yeah. from the drugging and raping of women. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, "What's your secret?" Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only fourteen ninety-five. Bite Clear aligners are doctor directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Anyway, <sighs> sorry about that tangent. No. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. I like that when you go off and get angry at men, because that seems to be a little bit of a theme personally for me this week. You know, did Tell you me. see my uh, rant on uh, Instagram? Oh, yesterday? yes, you were mad about Susie AutoZone experience. I'm very upset. Yeah. <laughs> Before I dive into some interesting stories this week, I need to get this off my chest. Now, I only You're put it on close friends. It. I am still mad about it. And because I've already, here's why. I feel like... Nobody did this because it was just on our close friends, but I feel like there's somebody out there who's playing the other side of the argument of like, Sarah, people are just trying to be nice. And that I can't stand. So let me tell you the situation. So, because this was like threefold, <laughs> where it feels like I'm, be- I'm being dismissed. Okay. You know? Mm-hmm. So... And a few of them were good intentioned. We'll we'll give it that. So I 
you know, moved to Denver and I'm not used to being in the cold, blah, blah, blah. So I am trying to use my windshield wipers and they're not working. But it's weird because there is a little bit of like spray coming out the side, but not where the windshield wiper gnaws, like the Mm -hmm. the little spouts are. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, hmm, this is interesting. And also I put a whole bunch of windshield, new windshield wiper fluid in that's like negative 20 degrees, all works fine. Like I made sure to like clear the line out of the old one so it wouldn't freeze, did all that stuff right. Then, uh, you know, it just stops working. And I'm also draining through windshield wiper fluid very quickly. So then I asked this guy I'm dating, I'm like, hey, you know, can you, I, I, I need some help with like some tinkering, like some like taking a peek at something. Can you like, you know, I'm having some, and he's like, oh, what's going on? So I explain, I'm like, yeah, my windshield wipers, it doesn't seem to be working. Could that be something with a cold? And he kind of gives me like the generic answer of, oh yeah, I'm sure it's just what, just wait till your car like cool, like warms yeah, up like a bit. Yeah, it's like the equivalent of like, did you turn it off and start it back up? Totally. Right, right. And like I get, and I was like, okay, but it, in my mind, I'm like, mm, that's, seems that's, like some, more that's th- everybody's way of saying like, I don't know either. <laughs> right. I'm like, it seems like more than that. So finally <laughs> I have like a few extra minutes. And so I go and I open my, my hood in my car and I, I use my noodle mm-hmm. and I just trace. It's pretty easy. Like once you get under those plastic like shields that they put on new cars, mm-hmm. cars are pretty simple. And I just traced the hose where the windshield wiper fluid came out of. And what do you know? The hose looks like it had been cut, like it was snipped Mm -hmm. straight in half. Almost like maybe I slammed my hood down and it like got caught between two pieces of metal. Or who knows? It just was cut in half. And I'm like, oh, well, that's it. This is exactly where the windshield wiper fluid was coming out of. So then I think, okay, and I... Uh, it's pretty easy, you know. I think, okay, you just need a connector piece, a con- piece that goes from this to this. I go into AutoZone, and, and I go into AutoZone to get this piece because, of course, you know, this is, like, very easy. It's like like a Lego piece. Like, it's, like, connects. Like, this feels like anybody who played with, like, blocks when they were little could figure this one out. Yeah. It was like every man in there was asking, like, three different guys. And it's not now, people listening, I know what you're going to say. You're going to be like, I <laughs> saw your hair in that TikTok video with Sarah, or that, that Instagram story. You looked adorable that day. They were probably flirting with you. And I say to that, no. No, you they were what? not. I, okay, wait. When I watched that video, I was thinking a lot about your hair and yeah. how good it looked and everything. And But then I thought, maybe they associate curly really curly bouncy hair with like Shirley fucking temple or something right like i can't do it like, like i'm like helpless or, yeah yeah and i was wearing overalls oh. Oh. i think we so <laughs> it's not what they say as you know uh-huh. it's how they say it was it with like a head tilt like yes yeah. and it was it was the, are you sure? It was the follow-up questions that really made me feel like, yeah. I am sure. And then when one guy was like, do you need me to maybe go out to your car and look at it? And I was like, no. The, it, and, and I'm not, I didn't come in there and say like, hey, I have a weird noise. Do you think like something's going sure. on? Yeah, yeah, Question yeah. This mark. was like a tangible. I said, excuse me, mm-hmm. do you have a universal vacuum connector for a hose. Yeah. What a, what? It's so annoying. I'm sorry. What, what in, what in that, where, 
if I had a penis and I came in and said that, what would you do? Right. I mean, it's true. What you're saying I, is true. I'm getting ragey mad. I'm getting I mad now. <laughs> I might. It, I also am premenstrual. I know this because I'm not kidding, Susie. This is embarrassing. I'll go ahead and admit it. I ate an entire large pizza, last, like like pizza from the grocery store, like, you know, one of those, like, get it and heat it up. Yeah, like a frozen th- pizza. Yep. Yeah, not but not like frozen pizza. The one that you know they have like Ralph's. It's like the fresh, fresh oh, but not frozen. One of those. Okay. Yeah, whole one. Good ate the you. whole thing, and right. an entire chocolate bar that I was like, I had to make so an emergency stop at Trader Joe's at to get a specific. Time. Oh yes, and God forbid anybody say, "Could you be on your period?" Then I will actually oh murder you. But no, like I uh, now that I put it together, I definitely would because I'm getting kind of like emotional about them, and it just felt like. Because and then I couldn't get over it. I was I've been playing it in my head for the last twenty four hours, and because how we got here, you know, like the, the one nice guy who was maybe he was being a nice guy who was like, "Hey, can I help you?" As I was putting it in my car, installing it perfectly, might I add, it works fantastic. Now it was the exact thing I needed. I knew exactly what piece. Um, the guy was like, hey, do you need help? And I, of course, because now I'm all ragey, I had to say to him, I said, you know what? I, I, I was not, At first I was like, no, I don't need help. And he goes, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, I, I'm fine. And if I were a guy, would you ask that? And he was like, oh, oh. oh. I was like, no, really. If I were a guy, and he goes, well, I mean, I just have a mom and sisters. Oh, and he God. starts naming girls in his life. And I, I was like, it. oh, for Pete's sake. And so I was like extra mad. So then I was thinking, like, this guy's just trying to be nice. How did we get here? It, it's him saying that is a... Even if there is the idea that I can do it on my own... There's still, we've set up society and how things are so that there is this feeling of like, when somebody asks that all the time, it's like, how, okay, okay. When I was on the real world, I never thought about being depressed ever, ever, ever. And then one of the fucking producers one morning was like, after, at an interview, was like, you know, you've been sleeping in real late. Are you depressed? I had not thought that I was depressed until somebody said, are you depressed? And so I feel like when I'm like in this, I'm feeling so good. I'm like, I fucking diagnosed the problem. I am going to fix it. I am going to enjoy the feeling. Oh, now I'm getting extra ragey because I figured it all out. I am going to enjoy the feeling that, of satisfaction that all these men get from being able to be the problem. So I love that feeling. I you love do. That is true. Solving the puzzle. It's a puzzle, and you're just standing over my shoulder saying, would you like the answer to 37 down, blah, blah, blah. And so you're, somebody's stealing that away, and like, like I, I could have gone in there without anybody saying anything and be like, hey, I think I know what the answer to this. Gone in there, got my piece, had a wonderful time, put it on, got the feeling of satisfaction. <laughs> but instead... <laughs> I got to be interrupted by all these fucking dudes who, like, want to question whether or not... I, I mean, sh- 
in a way, it kind of made me even more excited when I actually got it. But then it, it felt like a big fuck you. Like I'm saying fuck you to them. Not, it's not even for me anymore. <gasps> Thanks for letting like, me vent. The problem, it seems, isn't that they offered to help. It's really just that they wouldn't have done it for a man. Yes. Because I, I, I think that's, that's a good, it. you know, customer service if you're available and helpful. That's yeah. nice. But not customer service from the men in the parking lot. <laughs> they don't work there. Well, like, let's say I was walking out. Oh, he didn't work there? No, Susie. These oh, are guys, this guy pulling out of his car, like pulling next to oh, me at the worse. parking lot. One guy in the parking lot, three guys in. Oh, wow. Okay. And then the guy looks at me like, oh, God, with his freaking dip in his lip as he's working. Which, by the way, AutoZone, you should not be letting employees do that because that is fucking gross. <laughs> A lot of, com- lot of fucking complaints today. You're like, and another thing. And another thing. I'm sorry that Ew. happened to you. I just want to like go to that. I just want to go there and be like, come here, come here. And then just turn my windshield, like f- turn the windshield waiver fluid on and spray it. Like, oh, look at it. You See thought- how it works perfect? I didn't need <laughs> he- any of your fucking help. You got to open like an auto care place for ladies and nice men and yeah. other non-binary people. Yes. Where we just fun. And, and and another thing mm-hmm. because also here's 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 I thought about so many different parts of this. If I I don't like that they assume like if I didn't know what part I if I needed help and I were a man I would ask for it. Mm-hmm. But probably not because like come on what man asks for help? I'm just kidding <laughs> I'm kidding but I'm not. Um, so I feel like they wouldn't at, there's this assumption that if a man needs help, he'll ask for it. Mm-hmm. If a woman needs help, I, she won't ask for it. Right. Well, she this will, is where but I they was don't just like, wait for it. In your case, they didn't wait for you to ask. Like, do they do, I, like, I wanted to interview every single one of them. And just be like, do you think that I, if I needed help, I would ask? And if the answer is no, then there's something to unpack. Why have we created a situ- Why have we created a system, a situation, a, a, a vibe where I feel uncomfortable asking? Because if I were a man, I wouldn't feel uncomfortable asking. So whatever they answer, it's kind of like my favorite question ha- to ask guys, which is probably like. You know, I'm not, I'm sort only sort of single. So I was going to say why I'm single, but, uh, uh, how do you know sex is when sex is over? Mm-hmm. Any answer they get, it like catches them on before they're like sexist assholes. Are you, I always wondered if the problem with that question was just that they didn't, um, like they think it's obvious. So then you asking makes them feel like it's a trick question. No, I don't do it. Like, well, how do you know sex is over? You know, I, I, I word it. You know, in a way that that makes it seem like, yeah, like, you know, what do you think about how would you know, like, it's sometimes easy to know when sex is about to start. How do you know when it's over? Tricky! <laughs> That's what I mean. They get scared by those ones. I'm just terrifying. Well, I'm glad Anyways. you sorted out your car. I know, me too. That's and a I relief. felt very empowered. Did you? Yeah, there should be like a 
Why isn't there? There's got to be like a, a female. I feel like that's the vibe at Lowe's versus Home Depot. Really? Oh, Lowe's is definitely for the ladies. Wow. I don't I know, know why. I don't know who unofficially did this. Like why? Maybe it's because of the, I can, when I compare the houseplant section. That it seems it? like Lowe's. Has. Oh, so they have more products that appeal to a stereotypically female. Yeah. Okay. And it feels less like, like, like broy. I don't know. Yeah, they've they've made the ed- edge. They've softened the. They put little little uh, pads on the corners so that you don't you know hit the the the, the, the baby proofed it in a way. I don't know. Like Lowe's feels like that. Well, like Lowe's they've they've is, Lowe's owner is liberal. Home Depot's owner is conservative. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, I love this. Well, there we go. I'm only shopping at Lowe's. Maybe that affects the sort of vibe and branding. I don't know. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay, okay. This is... Sarah's got a theory. Sarah and Susie. We just cooked up a Sarah and Susie. Sarah and Susie have a theory. (laughs) Uh, Okay, well, I've got a theory, which is that um, Dipsy is great... It would be great for you because you are struggling with this rage, this auto zone rage. So maybe oh like God. you could get Calm soothed. me down a little. Yeah. Dipsy is this great service where you can get, it's an app full of sexy audio stories, okay? Yeah. And like way more female friendly. Fame, yeah. And whatever it is that you're into, they have something for you. Yes. But you can also use like fantasies as a way to soothe yourself to sleep. So they have like a bedtime kind of deal. Um, and then just whatever... You need. So if you're going to be all by yourself and you want to get the job done or you want to get revved up for your hot date, whatever. Mm-hmm. For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash braincandy. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash braincandy. Dipsystories.com slash braincandy. Okay. So that's just my venting today. But now maybe we'll talk about some uh, 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 real real stories um would you like to know a super brain candy candy story Mm -hmm. or would you like to know something more in the brain category Mm, i always go with brain okay if i give Uh, given the choice yes this one was interesting and i feel like we've done enough of these episodes and we'll forever keep saying that to kind of be able to put together why but there was a study that was done on the pursuit of happiness. And, you know, most people, there's even a song, you know, like we always say that, oh, I'm on the pursuit of happiness. I can't tell you how many clients come in and when they say, what are your goals? Oh, I want to be happier. That's kind of like where they start. Mm-hmm. Well, truth is the pursuit of happiness can actually lead to loneliness. Okay. And really, there are other things that we should be pursuing Instead. Right. So I feel like that, I, I, you, I feel like your reaction is what it is because we've done enough of these where you're like, yeah, we know this now. But that completely yeah. goes against so many things. If I were to say, hey, I would like you to stop your pursuit of happiness, <laughs> people would be like, uh, I, I don't know if I could do that. Well, what am I supposed to do instead? Right. Well, was this the is this the article that talks about how you can find meaning through things that are like yes. travel and experiences and things like yes. that that bring fulfillment, and that's a different yes. measure than 
like quote unquote happiness. Yes. Yeah, I exactly. agree with this. I've been trying to tell people this for a long time. We need. I feel like we get stuck in these these phrases. These like. Yeah. Tropes Idea. or uh, what's the word? Yes. Cliches, yeah. Yes, these cliches. You know, what book? We read a book a long time ago. Was it a Malcolm Gladwell book? It was something for the book club that it talked about, and it talked about how if you just say phrases, like certain phrases, like a, a, an apple a day keeps a doctor away, like when it has a nice ring to it, yeah. people are more likely to believe it. Oh, my God. And we, oh, we definitely, this was, this was Brain Candy episode zero through 50, where we talked about this. Right. And so and, like when you say pursuit of happiness or something like that. Yeah. And then we thing. have, and then I feel like they're like, all every time I think about, hap, I think about the song, there's that song, I'm on the pursuit of, ha-, and it's been used so much that it almost mm-hmm. feels like something we're like trying to, it, it's been, <sighs> it seems like. Oh, I just want to be happy. I just want to be happy. I just want to be happy. This, this, yeah, of course I would want that. Well, don't but you that's think like that saying I like, just want Christmas every day. Kind of like the everything is relative thing. So if you expect your day to be garbage, but then it's not too bad, you're super psyched. Uh-huh. But if you think you're going to have the best day ever, you're like you're going to Disney World and then it rains and it's terrible, you're mad. Expectations versus reality yeah in a way yeah and so then when you couple that issue the relativism of it with how we surf social media constantly and compare ourselves to people who appear to be much happier than we feel in that moment then absolutely it makes us miserable Susie I feel like you understand this so well because you are Larry David (laughs) now you're just trying to flatter me I feel like that this maybe this is this is one the reason why this feels so contradictory, if that's the right way I'm using that, uh, uh, because of my eternal optimism. Yeah, and how this is like like you're like yeah of course I've been doing right. this since I was a kid. Sarah. <laughs> this is my goal. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> right for real. If you don't think like you're ever gonna be happy, then. It turns out. <laughs> yeah. Turns out. Paradoxically, that yeah. you end up pretty happy. I was surprised about the loneliness thing, though. Yeah. What that, does it say specifically about that part? That when we, it, and, and it makes sense when you think about it, is that when we focus on ourselves and when we focus on our yes. own happiness, it naturally leads to isolation and mm-hmm. it naturally leads to this like us and them, this divide, when in reality, the things that really make us happy have so much to do with social support. The people who score yeah. highest, I love, I love these kind of things because they're just like reminders of why we need to connect with others. And for people who are uh, extroverted introverts like myself, that can be hard to do because it feels so good to spend time alone. But um, people who res- report good social support or people who score the highest in happiness report good social support. So people who are there for them when they need it. And this also goes both ways. They can't just be there, but this is kind of like how we get people to be there for us. We also, 
in return are people who offer support. Those are the people who rank highest in happiness. And they live meaningful lives. So just like you said, they do something that contributes to society. And they uh, experience an abundance of positive emotions. But the And people are like, yeah, of course. But the cool thing about that is that positive emotions, or we experience 30 times more positive emotions when we are in a group than when we are in solitude. Mm-hmm. 30 times? Man. That kind of makes me feel like I can just go have one day of hanging out with people and it'd be the same as like 30 days of being alone. Huh. 30 days. Wow. I don't know. It's terrible. That's math. interesting. <laughs> interesting theory. So basically, on like one day should last the whole month, is what I'm saying. I see. Okay. Well, I'm sure it couldn't hurt. I mean, it yeah. does seem like the, the broader implication, too, though, is how important. Um, social networks are in terms of uh, mm. like support that if you live yeah. in a country or a place where they have health care and <sighs> stability and all of these things, yeah, they contribute to well being. So it all the, goes together. We aren't people who live in a society like that, and so we keep seeking an individualistic <sighs> solution, like an internal solution to an external issue. Yes. You know? I keep thinking about that more and more. How you said that about the, your problem with the get, the get Well books. Nope, not those. The self-help books, which mm-hmm. might as well be called Get Well books. Yeah. And how there's that that blame almost on the... Like, if you only mm-hmm. did this better, mm-hmm. when it's a whole system. Right. Yeah. <sighs> you weren't optimistic enough. You weren't whatever enough, positive enough. It's just, it is a lie. Yeah, and I also feel like this explains, you know, we talk about cults and we talk about, um, you know, conspiracy theories and the people who, like, are finding, like, connection in places. Mm -hmm. Like, because there's such a a lack and such a need for this. Yeah. Part of the the problem, though, is that most people really don't know it. It's sort of like that thing where... The fish asks the other fish, is the water cold? And then the fish said, what's water? Like, if Ah! you're swimming in individualism, you don't know that there's another way. You just think this is how life is. But it's not everywhere. It's really not. That is why going to a therapist is so important. Why? To do my own commercial right now. Because it gives an outside perspective. Because a lot of times... I think having somebody else to talk to gets, like, another view in. Yeah. And they can kind of see that system a little more. Mm-hmm. And show you patterns and connections and, you know, a lot of, especially, like, feminist theory, like, uh, 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 therapy is really talking about the systems at play. And mm, so important. Man, Get a therapist, everyone. <laughs> yes, that's the solution. That oh. is. But there was, they did give a list of five uh, ways to boost. Oh, okay. So we need to abandon. So let's just abandon the, the happiness thing. And okay. the truth is, I was talking to my supervisor about this the other day. Because we were talking about like, uh, you know, like that, that 
phrase is so commonly, like so often brought into therapy is like with your goals. Oh, what are your goals? Oh, I want to be happier. And so I'll be like, ha- really? Like like happy all the time? Like that, that would be inappropriate. Like what if it's like somebody's funeral? You can't be like happy there. You know, like there are certain times, I don't say that, but there are times for everything. And, and so real life is like a lot of what we do are the Amish on your roof again? It's unbelievable. They are, they? are not on my roof, <laughs> but they are here, and they are remodeling our laundrette. Oh, oh, girl, you needed that. <laughs> Sarah knows. That, I'm fine with that. Let Bang away, Amish guys. <laughs> we keep, keep up the good work. Ridiculous. You're doing the Lord's work. Spacious home, but this, yeah. like... <laughs> We no had a joke. laundry situation where I couldn't even open the, the washer door all the way. I had to like do Cirque du Soleil moves to get them out, <laughs> to get the clothes out. Anyway, I apologize. I do like those quirky things in houses and stuff like that. But I guess it so. Funny. It does give a character, but Man, I'm not your house is the best. getting the proper situation going. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way. Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. I miss your house. Do you? It really set the bar. Now I'm like, ugh, I can't Aww. live here. I want to be in the woods. Yeah, Annie that is Hoodles. so nice. I mean, it's there's a the downside, best. if especially if you enjoy, like, walking around and, like, seeing humans. No, I'm good. <laughs> You're all tapped out? I'm all tapped out. Really? Yeah. No, no, I'm not tapped out. I just, <laughs> I can feel them. Like, oh, yeah, I learn. I one of the most bizarre experiences I ever had that that really, I don't know. It just was like an aha moment for me. And I don't know, call it whatever you want. But I was on an airplane once and I had the worst anxiety, like and it felt like anxiety. I'm not usually somebody who experiences like I want to crawl out of my skin anxiety, like uh, you know, I can usually pinpoint it to something like I'm an overthinker, yeah, right. but I don't just feel like the physiological out feelings of, of anxiety, like out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. 
And I could not, I like, oh, I was like itching all over. I'm like thinking, even just right now, I'm like thinking of it. And then how about, then I, and I was sitting behind this guy and then the little, uh, you know, we get like 30,000 feet up in the air and that little ding goes off Mm -hmm. and he jumps up and he grabs something, grabs his bag down and he like sits down and I see him pop like do like pop a piece of gum in his mouth and instantly i felt this wave of relief like <sighs> and then i saw that it was a pack of nicorette gum and i in that moment was like oh my god these are his feelings not mine and i it was this whether it was in my head or whatever you want to call it, I don't know. But I felt like those feelings that I was experiencing were... I knew that those... I wasn't anxious, that that was him. Come and on. So I can feel like people and... Stre- and so when I'm in an apartment building or in a city, it's like... It feels like I have... a lot of different like like i don't know like buzzy signals around like 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 a bunch this of different radio stations this is like when you stations. said in book club that you're an electrosensitive and i wanted to jump through the zoom screen and strangle you <laughs> you want to jump through right now i know i can't i just feel like there's and and as soon as i drive out and get into a little bit of open space my body goes like <sighs> like it feels like this like pressure but but I can't even explain it. Like, like, like a buzzing, like a noise, but I can't hear it. I can just sense it and feel it. And then it goes away when I'm in the open. Like, I want to be mean about it, but I won't. <laughs> but especially- I can't explain it. Look, I don't know. I'm not even calling it anything. It just, I, I, I can't explain it. Right. And what do I know? What do we know? Maybe you're don't know. whatever that is, vibrational psychic? <laughs> yeah, I like that question mark. <laughs> I would never even call myself psychic. But, but, but you- <laughs> I, 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 I don't, it's more like, I don't fucking know. Who knows? We're going to figure these things out in like 100 years. You can measure the electricity that comes off people. Like, you can measure well, people's... That's the, like, what, what stops and me it, from being too mean to you because, like... Right. I do know that feeling of when, you know, we say it. When someone walks in a room, they light up the room. What yes. is that? It's it's something. It's something. I don't, I don't know what it is. And even if it's just, like, even if I'm only getting, like, 1% of it from people, from every person, if I'm surrounded by a 1,000 people, that's too much. But if I live in a duplex out in the country, then it's You'll only two fine. people and I'm okay. Oh so I don't know. I feel it. But Well, yeah, we were in book club. The book we were talking about was The Quiet Zone, which if you guys haven't read it, it's really good. And it's fascinating about this town. I forget where it is in Carolina or something, Virginia. I don't yeah. know. Where they can't have Wi-Fi and stuff. And so it does attract a lot of these people that claim to be electrosensitive and they think that like coffee pots and microwaves give them some sort of uh physical problems and sarah says listen don't judge it's my coffee pot's just fine (laughs) 
You know what else is just fine are your Rothies. They are just fine. Ooh, you know what? Now that you mention that, I think it's time for me to update the Rothies collection. They have a new spring collection. Yeah, I know. Yes. I'm very excited about it. They have colors that really get, caught my Ooh. eye. The violet, and then there's like a citron <sighs> yellow that I love. I love a bold chew, you know? Yeah. Oh, you do love a bold chew. Because, you know, I wear like black turtlenecks all the time, like I'm Theranos uh, founder Elizabeth Holmes. But then <laughs> I need a little something for fun, for whimsy. And thank God for Rothy's because these babies are so comfy and so nice. Mm. And they look really cute. And then you can wash them and keep them nice and clean. Like forever. Forever. And that's why I say to add to the collection because it's not like my other shoes were, oh, I've worn through them. Time to buy the new pair. No, 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 no. Mm -hmm. This is like, let's add to the The collection that I'm going to. Oh, and I love their bags too. They have wonderful products, super high quality. And it's like cost per wear is incredible because like she said, they last forever. I love doing that math. Step up your shoes and accessories this spring and get ready to be asked, are those Rothy's? Plus, yes. get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash brain candy. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash brain candy. Oh, my gosh. It is so fun to see them IRL. And, like, I go cuckoo crazy when I see somebody else. I'm like, oh, Rothy's twins. It's like a little you, you don't even have to ask. You see the little stripe on the back. You're like, yep, know those. <laughs> uh, yes. Okay. So, uh, you know, now that you've heard my, me complain about electromagnetic and blah, 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 uh, here, how about some ways to actually improve your well-being? Because that's it. what the, really the focus is. Ditch yeah. happiness. Also, if you hear a vacuum in the background, I apologize because the other electromagnetic field right below me is clearly vacuuming. <laughs> I can't hear I, it. You must have those okay. supersonic ears too yeah oh okay um so yeah so a ditch the ditch the idea of happiness and instead what we have to focus on is well-being oh i know i didn't even say this i was t- when i was saying i was talking to my supervisor about happiness and how everybody says that we were just kind of like laughing that most of life is is on like a scale of one to ten ten being super happy and like one being sad most things are like a three like four like brushing yeah. your teeth what is that yeah, yeah vacuuming right. What is that? Mm-hmm. Like most stuff is not going to make you happy. Like it barely brings meaning. They're just like getting through. So we instead need to redefine like what our focus is and focus on well-being. How do I make myself, how do I boost my well-being? And I feel like that, even in just saying that, there's some freedom in that. The bar drops. Mm-hmm. Don't you feel like that? Yeah, yeah. It's today a, I'm going to boost my well-being instead of today I'm going to be happy. Ugh. Yeah, I would agree with that. That's too hard. Mm-hmm. So how do we boost our well, well-being? Wouldn't well, you say like yeah. even like, a, like we always say, a good night's sleep, that will <gasps> increase your well-being, but it won't necessarily make you happy or joyful. Correct. Yeah, you're right. Correct. Boost the well And it's so much more attainable. Like that's a goal I can – because – it also feels like happiness is like I either have it or I don't have it. Mm-hmm. And if I don't have it, if I didn't experience it, because most of the time it's these external factors that we can't even control, you know? So right. it's like putting everything in somebody else's hands. That's horrible. And so it's like, it feels like, oh, if I, if I am not happy at the end of the day, then I somehow failed. But well-being feels like it's on a scale. It feels like you can boost it. You can go, oh, well, this morning I was a three and now I'm a 3.5. 
yay, I won today. So how do we boost our well-being? Uh, one, ensure, this is exactly what you said with sleep, ensure you can meet the basic needs of yourself. Yeah. Why is that so hard? I mean, I know I'm like a broken record, but I feel like in part it is because yeah. we do not have the networks and safety nets in yeah. society. Yeah. And so since we have no time during the day because all of our jobs are <sighs> oh, constant yes. and we have nobody to help us, then we, we rob ourselves of sleep yes. so that we can have some fun. Things oh, like that. Oh, gosh. You're right. It's yeah. that sleep... That that thing that we do, like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get this is my time now. Yeah, and, and then we then just you're end gonna pay up. for it. Oh, so God. you're always robbing yourself on one end or the other. I do that so much. Yeah, you do, especially with binge watching television shows. Ugh, the worst. Okay, number two, uh, allocate regular time for pleasurable activities such as a walk, playing a game, or watching, or listening something you enjoy like the brain candy podcast but actually allocating time for it Mm -hmm. that's the thing that people don't do is they don't block it off and actually schedule it even just put it on your calendar like actually do it like you have to put it on the like get out your calendar and say and it feels so weird to do because it's going to feel selfish Mm -hmm. but but this is like putting on the air mask before you do everybody else's put it down and it doesn't have to be a lot but i think with the like the i don't know the the kind of jobs that we have now where you don't it's not really nine to five it's like all the time forever there's Mm -hmm. no you know real boundaries it it makes it feel like even if you're playing a game and you get like you know, a phone call that takes your mind out of it and puts you into work mode, then you're, you're not really giving that time to yourself to fill up that tank. You've only filled it halfway up. Yeah. And like, it's okay. We really got to like give ourselves permission to actually do that stuff. Right. Oh, so hard. I'm saying this like, as I'm thinking about all the times that I have not done that myself and all the examples. Uh, next, invest in building and maintaining positive relationship with, relationships with friends. I always love those TikToks and memes and things that are just like, nobody is mad at you right now. Your friends are not upset with you. <laughs> you could call <laughs> like that we all just need to hear every now and then because we always think that uh, somebody's probably mad at me. Like, no, nobody's mad. So nice reminder. Uh, number four, stay connected with what makes your life meaningful. This is exactly what you said. For example, uh, supporting a movement, following faith, or committing fully to your personal or professional role. And number five, make things better for your community. Anything. Oh, speaking of which, how's your community garden? (laughs) It's good. Boy, if you would like to learn about, like, municipalities' red tape, Mm -hmm. offer to do something nice for them. (laughs) Oh my God! <laughs> because they, nothing, they make it impossible to well, do something. Yeah, they nice have with to them. have like a hundred meetings. Like, oh, for fuck's sake! You know, there's just, and it's nice that everybody's so thoughtful about their community, but it mm-hmm. does sort of prevent progress. So, yeah. like, if you, what if, are you running into problems for? Well, they just like to meet and then they talk about what would it be and what would, how would it serve the community and and, um, oh. you know, like who would pay for it and. Like, they need to figure out all this stuff, logistics, 
in the meantime, it's like, I just want some GD tomatoes over here. And <laughs> right. To have people just stop over it. and learn about gardening, but oh hopefully one God. day. It'll From just... a Brit. I can't take it. <laughs> <sighs> but we'll get there. We'll get there for sure. Yeah, it's good. It's winter right now, so we're, we're, we're you got some time before yeah. the spring planting season. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. Well, there you go. Those are the five ways. Those are the things. Change, just throw, toss out the f- phrase, I just want to be happier, and recognize that every time we talk about, or not every time, but, you know, when we say that, or we're kind of like setting ourselves up for failure, just... It sort of reminds me of the issue with the beauty industry, who... Mm. invents problems so that then you buy whatever they're selling to fix that invented problem. Right. And so it sort of feels like that with happiness too. Like we're so often told in magazines and companies that are trying to make money that we should be happier. Right. You know? And so it's like we keep buying (sighs) into this idea because it keeps being preached to us. And then they do things like have the studies of which nation is the happiest. Mm-hmm. How do we become happy? How do we, and yeah, it does. It is. It's preached to us, and it, it's this unrealistic, absolutely unattainable, and not even what you'd want all the time. And to me, it's not even a reliable metric because it's more of a manifestation of other things. I bet you the country with the most, quote, happiness would likely have more equality and more um, governmental safety nets like health (sighs) care and child care. Things like that. Yep. That's what makes people happy. Yes. See? I'm just theorizing. Is I... Okay. What if... You know, we, we... Talk about how, you know, a lot of the books make it like a personal, this thing of like, you are on your own and, you know, just like the self-help books. But if everybody individually focused on well-being, then it would kind of change those things. Yeah, it'd be like a byproduct. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. I like this. All right. We're making progress, guys. World peace coming up soon. Maybe episode 1,000. We'll have a world peace. <laughs> Which is like out. right around the corner. So, I mean, I don't know. By the looks of things, we've got a long way to go out there. So. That's true. But maybe it's like the storm before the calm. Look, yeah. I'm just trying to <laughs> be optimistic. That's our signature move. <laughs> well, wow, I like this. Yeah, right? Susie getting real optimistic over there. That's, that's, I always love that. Sometimes here I am be. being like, tone down your happiness, Suze. <laughs> what if? What's happened? <laughs> right. Everything's gone crazy. The world's gone yeah. mad. Susie's the feeling gone mad. optimistic. The world's gone mad. Okay. Well, let's take a break and like just this is a good thing for maybe some well-being, yeah. which we're very into. And that's taking a ritual vitamin. Yes. Or taking their essential protein. Oh. Which, you know. I have mastered the perfect blend of like... You know when you like make your smoothie and you know you got to like dial it in with like the perfect flavor combo. Mm. Yeah. You love that. I do. And their vanilla is fantastic and it tastes yes. like I'm drinking a smoothie from a fancy smoothie smoothie shop and getting all my proteins. It's so great and as you guys know I love their vitamins because of the um 
the way that they make me feel good. But without nausea and their time release mm. and gentle, and they smell lovely. But you can shake up your protein ritual. Our listeners get 10% off during your first three months at ritual.com slash brain candy. Ritual even offers a money back guarantee if you're not 100% in love. Visit ritual.com slash brain candy today for 10% off your first three months. Um, okay, what story do I want to share with you next? Uh, let's just get real brain candy and just do this one that's... I, I, I don't ask a lot of follow-up questions, but... <laughs> A man in, I believe it was, in, I want to say it was India, I think so, uh, was rushed to the hospital after ramming a double-A battery up his penis. Oh, no. Yep. 49-year-old man, apparently no mental health issues, but uh, rammed what a- What do you mean, no, what do you mean? Like, like that, at- that, they did not mention in there this man is suffering from severe mental... It's got to be implied. Right. That's why I was like, don't ask a lot of follow-up questions because <laughs> I think they were sparing this guy in a lot of this. But so it says that he... Oh, no, it was in China. He says that he thought his urethra was broken. Oh so he inser- inserted the tip of a chopstick up into his penis to check. <gasps> but after ramming it further into his member, he could not get it back out. So then he put the... When did the battery come in? Uh, oh, that, that uh, was after... Well, I, apparently this was another issue. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. Um, I would like to know, just, you know, guess. Yeah. What would oh anyone God. mean when they say my urethra is, quote, broken? Yeah, well, I, I think maybe they were using this other example to uh, maybe, I'm trying to help them out as much as I can, give, like, some explanation to why. Uh, it seems like, this is what it seems like. I think urethra was broken, meaning he, he wasn't peeing straight or something like that. And maybe from shoving things in there. I think so. I think that was probably like a weird fetish. And then the other guy was like, oh, it's broken. And the other guy did the chopstick thing. And then they were like, oh, well, this other guy said it was broken and used a chopstick. Maybe this, oh maybe this guy with the battery was having the same problem. No, I think he might just want to shove foreign objects into his penis. I think so. Apparently That's- it was removed with no surgery. Huh? <laughs> But after 24 hours. My God. The x-ray is crazy. We're going to definitely put that on our Instagram, but like close friends. Don't, don't you think they should take the battery it. out and then take them right over to the site? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. You're cuckoo like, crazy. I'm sorry. Is... I can't think of any situation. Well, because it's self-harm if you ask me. Yeah, right? but it's not, if we're right about the motive, it sounds like it was attempting to be the opposite of self-harm oh like self-pleasure look at yeah. that i sent you a picture of the uh, x-ray so you can enjoy that whether i liked it or not let's see whether you liked it or not <laughs> it's not too bad it's the x-ray but it just looks funny oh, oh it kind of makes me really sick. far in that's like oh wait is the penis that blob that's like hanging listen, over sideways listen i don't I, I i can show you where a broken bone in a in an arm is 
I don't know anything about what a dick looks like under x-ray. <laughs> not, I I, like- it's not what I expected it to look like. Oh, yeah, because they pixelated that part. That's the wiener. <laughs> and then, and then I love when Susie says wiener. It's one of my favorite things. And then it looks like he really shoved that baby in pretty far. Oh, jeezy, crazy. <laughs> is it one of those things where once it's in, it keeps going up? Oh, or right. is it? Oh, my God. Like a I can't. I don't, oh, God. I apologize to anybody <laughs> who has a penis right now. I am so sorry. I am in pain. My urethra is hurting. And I, oh, I can just imagine. Is it broken? <laughs> Ooh, I, I'm not going to check. I mean, this is an example of someone who is not working on their well-being for sure. No. Nope. Definitely not the right way. <sighs> okay. Change of subject. One more story. Um, By the way, can I just say what? I'm st- um, we need to have like some sort of conversation sometime soon about like whether we're, you know how we're supposed to be pro-sex worker and all that stuff? Yeah, we well, are. Sometimes, no, but sometimes I'm just like disturbed so much by like a lot of what, I was reading an article about Pornhub and. Oh God. And I was like having these thoughts and I was like, oh, I'm not supposed to be thinking this stuff. Because I'm supposed well, to be like very progressive and stuff. It's what just, kind of thoughts? Go just on. Just that, like, maybe we should stop it with all this. You know, um, Sarah Silverman. We, yeah, we should. Talks about There's porn. There's a big difference. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? There's a big difference between being sex positive and recognizing how the overexposure or, uh, what is it called when you... Like desensitization? Desensitization is a thing. There's too much thing, things... That, those are in two different categories. Those are different subjects. Well, aren't we supposed to support sex workers, though? Yeah. How do we we do support that? sex workers. But I think we also can say that I don't support... The like, like they're like everything in small doses. That's like saying, you know, I love wine, but like, don't become an alcoholic. Okay. You All know? right, I'll keep flushing this out because I'm not ready yeah. to form a full okay opinion. Okay. You know, there, there, there is a documentary. I say I was just looking through stuff last night of like documentaries and things like that that I saved that I want to watch. And there's one called Raised on Porn. Oh yeah, yeah. Have you seen it? Mm-mm. No, it like just came out. It's on my I think. list. I have a spreadsheet. Yeah. What's what? It's on my spreadsheet. I have like notes scribbled on like coffee <laughs> napkins and stuff That's like that, right. like random. But and Susie's like, I have a spreadsheet. <laughs> this makes sense for us. Yeah. Oh uh, yes. Yeah. Well, what um, about okay. it? Like it's it's saying that what you're implying. Yeah, I'm just it, yeah. I just put like put it on the list of things to watch. I think I, that is one of them that I want to watch and and. Oh, my gosh. My alarm. All the time, Alexa. Alexa, stop. I should really shut that off because now that you hear it, um, I share the same room. Okay. Um, do we have time for one more story? Yeah, sure. I interrupted you too, so. Okay. Please, no, no, yeah. it's okay. Uh, I love this because he was actually successful with it. There is a teenager whose mom bet him uh, $1,800 uh, that he couldn't stay off social media for six years, and he did it. I saw that um, headline. 
Yeah. And I thought, that's not enough. What, $1,800? Yeah. Six years? For- $300 a year? No, I think that's great. Yeah, you think so? For, a, for an 18-year-old? Hmm. You got $1,800 come up? I'm glad he did it, but I mean, six years is a long time. Listen, my mom tried this, but not with social media. She, she said she would pay any of her children $1,000 if they made it to their 18th birthday or 21st birthday. can't remember, without drinking or smoking. None of us won. Wow. Was it like None. the honor system? I mean, kind of, but like she knew. And then at a certain point, like, I I think we would joke. We'd be like, how much do I pay you so I can do this? Like, (laughs) I want to do it. I'm going to. It's worth it. $1,000? Yeah, for those nights. Well, yeah. Like, do you think that um, there is a dollar amount that would have been successful with you and your brothers? No. Well, also, my mom was terrible at paying up. She still owes me $100 for betting me that there's no overweight people in Japan. And I was like, mom, sumo wrestlers. And she was, and I was like, also, that's a total (laughs) generalization. Yes. I'm like, yes. Like, mom, that is not, I can remember this was like 20 years ago that she made this bet. And she's still, I mean, she's sort of probably, she's like, I've paid you in other ways, but she's, she's, she never does. Yeah. She'd be like, I'll give you $5 if you massage my feet tonight never paid us wow so she you still owes me she yeah put you it on didn't the tab. there's, a, there's a tab so i'm like nah she's not gonna pay me give me that, that drink it's fine <laughs> plus i argued that i should have technically won because i lived in england where the drinking age was 18 i think that's fair right yeah but yeah she doesn't Anyways. listen no. And also, I definitely smoked cigarettes before that because my friend Ashley, we were just at dinner at my birthday laughing about this. My friend Ashley was older than uh, all the rest of us. She had a really early birthday in the school year. And uh, so she turned 18, bought a pack of cigarettes, and we went up on like our first trip like, like as, you know, by ourselves. We went to yeah, like Motel ladies. 6 in Santa Barbara or whatever. And... Uh, uh, she bought a pack of cigarettes and she didn't want to smoke them. She's like, Sarah, smoke them, smoke them. And I totally did. And I got, smoked like half a pack of cigarettes in like one night and definitely became mildly addicted to cigarettes after wow. that. So she's like, it's my fault. I'm so sorry. I, I, I did that to you. I'm like, yeah, you did. You're she's like, smoke, something. smoke, smoke. You're a pip. Yeah. <laughs> wait wait a it. minute. Did they interview the teenager in this article, Gino? Yeah. Okay, did he, he say He said he like felt like was... an 80-year-old man because he was so out of touch with everything. Okay. He can't figure out social media at all. He's with wow. his friends and he's like, what are you doing? Like oh, he has man. no idea. He's totally out of... But he does say that on, on the whole, it was totally worth it and he would do it again. I think that that's great and I could see why, as long as you could use the internet, but you just didn't use social media, why that yeah. would be great. Super great. And apparently his confidence is really, oh my God, you know, it's really funny. I watched, I've noticed that I'm doing this and anybody who has listened to the show for the last like, which is hopefully all you guys, the last few episodes, I watched this video of this little kid who was interviewed for the news. And have you seen this one where he says apparently a million times? He goes, ah, apparently, uh, (laughs) apparently I was, have you seen what I'm talking about? No, I want to. Oh my God, it's the cutest thing ever. But I have watched this this video of him doing this report so many times because it's so cute that now when I read things, the first thing I think in my mind is apparently, (laughs) so I keep saying it. I love it. (laughs) <laughs> There's no joke. I think I've said it four times this episode. <laughs> <'Cause> 
Apparently, I can't stop saying apparently. And once you see it, I'm saying it exactly like him. And anybody who's listening who knows what I'm talking Aww. about is definitely laughing right now. It's him. the cutest thing in the world. So. <laughs> Uh, well, apparently it's time to wind down. It is. Uh, we talked about how you need to ditch being happy. <laughs> just, have, just let go of it. We have, like, the anti-self-help podcast. Like, yeah. Like, you know what? But really, we just made it all simple for you. We're like, stop. This is a work smarter, not harder Yeah, lesson. just go to AutoZone. <laughs> be mad about it. Don't worry about being mad about it because you don't have to so, be happy all the time. Right. Oh, Sarah I feel better is already. a Nicorette gum vibrational electrosensitive yes. psychic. Bet you didn't know that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so stupid. Ah, that's so funny. And you know, word to the wise: don't put anything up your penis. Don't, don't, don't check if that urethra is broken. It isn't broken unless it you've ain't. already put something. Up In there. which case, it is. <laughs> Apparently. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, you make me laugh. Oh, All serious. right. We have had fun. And Almost. now you're going to go and you're going to subscribe and you're going to leave a five-star review. Yes. And you're going to tell a friend and check out our website, thebraincandypodcast.com. We love you all. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.